0: I'm Damian Volwa. Today on Fifth Admission, if you've driven or walked through San Francisco's Tenderloin and South of Market neighborhoods, you've seen the open-air drug markets that plague the city. You've seen people struggling with addiction who smoke the opioid fentanyl off small pieces of foil. You've seen people passed out on sidewalks. And you've probably seen drug dealers operating with seemingly little care of getting in trouble. That drug market isn't good for businesses, it frustrates neighbors, and it's not good for users either in a city in the midst of a drug overdose epidemic. Now there's tension between two powerful city officials over the drug scene. Supervisor Aaron Peskin is demanding that Mayor London Breed shut down what he called, quote, drug supermarkets in 90 days. Breed, meanwhile, has her own plans. And this tension has elevated a series of critical questions. Can San Francisco get rid of these street markets once and for all? What is the best way to intervene and help people? What's the role of social programs and what is the proper role of police? City Hall reporter Mallory Mench is my guest. She's been covering the story for The Chronicle. Mallory, the presence of an open-air drug market in the Tenderloin and Soma has been one of San Francisco's biggest problems for years. Tell us what happened in the last week that has elevated the urgency of this issue.
1: The catalyst was that Mayor London Breed appeared for a monthly question time at the Board of Supervisors meeting on Tuesday. This is where each supervisor takes a turn asking her a question on a subject. This time, Supervisor Aaron Peskin, who you mentioned, he's the board president and he represents the northeast corner of the city. He took the very unusual step of taking the question time outside of City Hall, where they usually have it, to U.N. Plaza, which is just down the block. And this is an an epicenter of illegal legal where people might be selling goods. There has been drug dealing and drug use in the plaza that – city leaders have repeatedly been trying to get a grip on. And he wanted to grill the mayor on why she isn't taking more action to shut down open air drug markets. His specific question was that he wanted to see if she would commit to opening an interagency emergency operations center with police, with federal and state agencies, with social services, and commit to shutting down these open air drug markets in 90 days. What happened? Well, it's turned out to be quite chaotic. There was a crowd there, because it was outside in the plaza, and there were protesters who were definitely on the side of not wanting police involved, not wanting criminalization to be a part of responding to the drug crisis. And they started heckling and and protesting, shouting out things. The fact is, I'm not sure, without listening to the public, that this is going to be the right forum to be able to answer your question thoroughly. Get rid
0: of the activity, They're big a
1: supervisor Peskin then decided to cut the meeting short and uh, take it back inside city hall
0: and is London breed committing to that what is her plan?
1: She agrees that it's a problem, and they both said, we need to set politics aside, we need to work on this together, but they don't agree on the exact solution. She did give some very fiery speeches, both in the plaza and then also back in City Hall about what she says she is doing. Force is going to have to be a part of it, whether people like it or not. We're going to have to do more. We can't just keep throwing up our hands and think all of a sudden what we're doing is working. Compassion is killing people, and we have to push forth some tough love to change what is happening on the streets of San Francisco because it's too easy to get drugs, it's too easy to live the life that we see people living, and they are, in turn, dying, and it is under our watch, so we have to do better. She and her staff say that they are taking action constantly, that they're constantly meeting with state and federal officials, they're working with their different city departments to address this. They've been pushing for about a year and a half now for more police funding, for more police action. So
0: the question always comes up, Mallory, in in terms of what to do with the users, whether to arrest users even, as well as arresting dealers, which we know happens. So where do Aaron Peskin and London Breed fall on that issue?
1: Aaron Peskin has not addressed that issue in particular. He's been laser-focused on people dealing drugs and saying, we have the resources the mayor needs to order the police to repeatedly arrest people who are dealing drugs, and even if judges release them, arrest them again until people get the message that you can't do this in the middle of the city or anywhere in the city of uh, San Francisco, but he hasn't weighed in as much on what to do about people using drugs. He you know, has said in the past and has said now that we need to expand the social services. We also need to make it easier for people to get into these services, so not make it so complicated and bureaucratic. Mayor Lendon Breed, as I mentioned, she has been taking more of a hard line, uh, not just this week, but over the past year and a half, starting in uh, December 2021, when she really sounds fed up. I get that people have an issue with the fact that We are looking at being more aggressive with people who struggle with addiction. You know, I'm one of those people, I lost a sister to a drug overdose. She tried to get help and treatment in this city back in the day, and there was nothing made available. She thinks there needs to be a level of of force and compulsion, which obviously a lot of people in San Francisco do not agree with. Uh, They think it should be voluntary, and they think involving the role of police in a public health crisis is a solution that was tried in the war on drugs and it didn't work.
0: Let's take a step back, Mallory. I mean, you spent a lot of time writing about this issue, talking to people in the Tenderloin and, and people in City Hall. What are the ways that you're seeing the open air drug market affect people in the city and put pressure on city officials?
1: This is not a new problem, but it's one that definitely seems to have have gotten worse and gotten more attention, especially during the pandemic, and more political attention recently. And how we're seeing it affect people is we've had families, uh, especially that live in the Tenderloin, speak up saying that they don't feel safe walking out on the streets. We have business owners who are complaining, saying it's ruining their livelihoods. We uh, even have spoken with people who are using drugs, obviously, some people want to buy those drugs that are being sold on the streets, but some people want to stop because they're caught in in a cycle of addiction. And even if they, say, go to a treatment facility or to city-supported housing, that might be in the same neighborhood where people are selling drugs and using drugs right outside the front door. And I was interesting. I was talking yesterday um, even to some some advocates who are really on the harm reduction side of things, where they say that we need to be meeting people where they're at in their drug use and meeting them on a journey to recovery if they want to stop using drugs or not. And they don't want to see police involved. But they said, we also don't want to see a chaotic, dangerous, open-air drug market. We want to see more services for people. And we want to not see this you know, done in such a flagrant way that's causing harm to you know, both people using drugs and people who are living and working in the city we'll be right back you can support the newsroom that creates fifth emission by signing up for unlimited access at sfchronicle.com pod or by downloading the san francisco chronicle app
0: the knot is where you'll find vendors for every wedding floral to fawn over cakes you almost don't want to cut oh it looks so good dj's to drop it to. Venues worthy of your
1: grid. Photographers that make every hour golden hour. Really, vendors for
0: any vibe. With the help of fresh reviews and a few useful filters, you can find your vendors faster than you can say I do. The Knot Vendor Marketplace. Find vendors for every wedding at thenot.com audio. Obviously, Mallory, one of the great failures in recent American history is the war on drugs. You know, it has not been effective. You spoke to experts about where an effort to shut down drug dealing in the Tenderloin would fit into that. What do the experts say? Is it possible?
1: So I did speak with a criminal justice expert and addiction medicine specialist, and they both felt that the 90 day timeline was perhaps unlikely or infeasible to actually shut down these markets but they, they both felt that it, it could be possible because of some past experiences and approaches that have been tried that have been successful in other places. And it, it was interesting because they were not advocating for mass incarceration or mass arrests as a way to actually shut down just the, the market on the street. They acknowledged that they're never going to stop people selling drugs or using drugs. But if what you want to stop is the open-air flagrant behavior in a certain environment that might be have associated crimes with it. There have been some ways that they have done that. There was one program in High Point, North Carolina, uh, 20 years ago, and then it's been replicated and adapted around the country. And what they did is they did investigations and built up criminal cases against people who were selling drugs, but they also uh, worked simultaneously with community members and also the families of people who were selling drugs. And then they called them all into a meeting and they said, hey, we can arrest you because we have the evidence, but we don't really want to do that. We don't want to put you all in jail. We just want you to stop selling drugs in this neighborhood where it's causing harm and a lot of complaints to the community. And they said, if you come back tomorrow, we'll arrest you. We could offer you a different job or basically please just go away and stop doing it here. And they said that it works. And you could see the results on the street. Overnight, I was told, and there was an analysis that showed that violent crime did drop as well, and uh, some of the sellers went underground, some of the sellers got other jobs, but it did help to address the particular problem of open air drug dealing in a particular neighborhood.
0: So underground, we're not necessarily seeing the end of use or the end of dealing, but in some scenario, the end of dealing on that street or in that block.
1: Yes, and I don't think anyone thinks that it would necessarily be realistic to end dealing or use, but most people would like to perhaps see it end on a sidewalk, although there is concern uh, from public health advocates that if you are – criminalizing or forcing people underground that they might be using instead in in riskier ways, using alone, using inside alleys in ways that could potentially increase risks of, of overdoses. So those same people might say that we need to instead provide more sanctioned places where people could use drugs in the form of supervised consumption sites where medical professionals could be there to help reverse
0: overdoses. Chronicle reporter Kevin Fagan spoke to some people who were both using and dealing on the streets. He asked them if they think the open-air drug market in San Francisco could be shut down. They tended to be pretty skeptical, like this guy, Stefan Fowler. It's too much going on out there. Unless they bring in the Army, the Navy, the Marines. It's possible, but I don't really see it happening because the epidemic out here with drugs is just, it's, it's like a, a wildfire. Somebody done lit a little match and that shit done ran with it. Mallory, I can't speak for the protesters, but there is anger at the city For its response and concern it will prioritize enforcement over aid. Is San Francisco providing enough housing? Is it providing enough drug treatment?
1: Yes, I'd say there's anger from all sides. (laughs) Some residents are mad that the city hasn't done enough, like Supervisor Peskin is saying, to shut down these markets. They say, why can't you just arrest people who are dealing drugs and shut this down? Then you have people from the other side who are angry that they don't feel like the city is providing enough social services and uh, making the right public health response to what they think is is a public health crisis. And and the fact that more and more people are dying and they want to see uh, the city do more and take more radical action to intervene in that.
0: Mallory, what's next?
1: Well, we do have the mayor's budget, which is coming up. And we wrote just recently about some of her budget investments in behavioral health. We'll have some more public safety and policing investments, two of her top priorities. We also should be getting more details on, on something that I mentioned earlier, which is the mayor's new proposal to be more aggressive with people who are using drugs, which is very controversial. And we don't have much on it right now, but it appears that it may involve arresting people under public intoxication laws, taking them to to a location, not jail, but a place where you could intervene if they're in extreme circumstances, if they're being a danger to themselves or to others, and intervening with a bit more force and accountability to try to get people to go to treatment and avail themselves of
0: services. Mallory Mench, thank you so much.
1: Thanks for having me, Damian.
0: Thanks to my guest today. She's Chronicle City Hall reporter Mallory Mench. Thanks also to King Kaufman for producing this episode, and thank you for listening.